Action. Hello and welcome to episode 57 of The Average Critics, joined today by Chris and the long-awaited return <laughs> of Ollie. It's How back. have you been, man? Yeah, I'm good, You've man. been travelling? Travelling the work world, Asia. A <laughs> bit of Asia. To be fair, you've been back a short while now, um, but you've just been busy working, grafting. Yeah, I know. It's been so bad. I haven't seen you guys in forever. Saving up for the next trip. Saving up for the next trip. Yeah, well, I mean, I came back and I started working at a bar, so that was my weekend's gone. Yeah. Um, and then I was doing the residential work, so I could, I just couldn't get out. Got good to little, have you back. A little bit of moolah. Yeah. yeah. Did you see many films whilst you were travelling? You know what? I didn't really. I saw a couple. We had we had access to like a laptop. We saw a couple. Oh no! I just remembered a couple horror movies that we just watched as well. Oh yeah. Absolutely petrified the rights that man. Oh decent. Um. So yeah, no, we saw a few, but like. On the plane, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was where I saw the most. How sad is that? Well, I guess you're supposed to be detaching from technology and. Yeah, like I didn't have Wi-Fi for a long time, and it was weird. But like anything could have been happening in the world, and. Was How was weird. it? Like, did you feel really disconnected, or did it? Was it quite refreshing? It was really good. It was nice. It was nice to get away. I don't. Because like I'm... you just like you're with these people that, because I was volunteering in Nepal, and you just I just fell in love with these people. They're just so great. And you just got nothing else to talk about apart from what's happening, like yeah. that day. Yeah. And it's well, good. It's good. To I don't know about. if I could cope without, like, technology. The interweb. Yeah. Chris, can you go Wi-Fi free? I hope so. Probably not though. <laughs> um, I think out of all of us, you're the most connected to. I don't know. The world. You've got your smart appliances. We've got two TVs right here. True. I don't use Twitter though, and I don't really use Facebook. I use Instagram. I don't actually use Snapchat for it. No, not anymore really. Boring, isn't it? Oh wow! If you say Snapchat's boring, it's going to knock a billion off the off the share price. Oh, shares just, are gone. You know, know man. just like Kylie Worth. What's Shit. her name? Kylie Jenner. Jenner. Nearly the youngest billionaire, isn't she? Oh my god, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. I know. Or, is the youngest billionaire or youngest female billionaire? Probably female, but she's not. Yeah, is she? She's got nine hundred million. For um, what? From Snapchat? No, 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 from, no, like, from like, Instagram, her makeup. Oh, it's because she gets like a million followers then, and then you just sell it on advertising. People yeah, yeah, yeah. put a crowdfunding page to get her the last hundred million. Yeah. And then there's like, there was some guy on in America, and I'm sure this happens all over the world, that he had a crowdfunding page to buy insulin for his diabetes and he was like $50 short and he ended up dying because he couldn't get his insulin. And then people were but like... Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Not well. It's not fair enough. It that's different scenario, isn't it? Like, she's a public figure, unless she goes through the whole of the. She didn't ask for the campaign, did she? No, but it's just that's the state of kind that's of the society. New world. Yeah, well, it's America as well. The the the, the medication not for do actually makes noise. Uh, medication isn't free out there, so. No. But still, you know, she get that hundred million. God. No. She ain't I mean, how would you feel if she suddenly hit a billion and she then gave away like 600 million? I'm okay. like, yeah, would, you res- well would you respect oh, her? Right. Yeah. She should or would you just be like, <clears throat> would you be like, oh, that's that's a good thing you've done there, and then to be like, well, it's the same old Kylie Jenner. Has she got a sex tape? No. Oh, that's what she needs. That's the next step, mm. isn't it? <laughs> Runs in the family, doesn't it? Nah, Kim, <laughs> Kim did it, so she didn't have to, innit? <laughs> she took the bullet. Yeah. Um, just marry someone famous. Yeah, true, true, true. Well, she's she's going out with someone famous, but I don't know who he is. Uh, oh, he's a rapper. Travis, Travis, Travis Scott? Scott. Yeah. Never heard of him. I knew about the Travis Scott that did. That's he's a one. Isn't there a Travis Scott? He's a drummer for like, um, Blink One Eight Two, or is it? No, that... I was thinking of um the one who did that song with Katy Perry. He moonlights as the one who went out with Katy Perry. What Russell Brand? No, no, no. Wait, hold on. We need to stop this quick. Okay, so you're thinking of Travi McCoy. McCoy. Travi. Travi. Jim Class Heroes. Um. 
I don't even remember what we're talking about, but let's talk about films. So, uh, the big release this week is Mission Impossible Fallout, which this is, is what number six. six. So, you had Mission Impossible 1 to 3, then. Second trilogy, as I believe they're classing it as. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah, so the first one's a trilogy, second one's. A so, yeah, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and then this is Fallout. Fallout. Is this is the. What, what's the reckon after? Do you reckon there'll be more? I don't think there'll be any more. Mission, highly probable. <laughs> because they're not impossible, are they? I mean, yeah. Or they are ridiculous. But this is the first one I've seen. How, how many have you seen? All of them? All six, yeah. Okay. Um, and then this is being touted as the best one. Um, but you don't quite agree? I think it's... I think they've tried to make it more plausible. Because like, some of the things... This n- is more plausible? Yeah, yeah so like, hear me out, hear me out. Wow. Hear me out, hear me out, wow. Hear me out. So like, some of the stuff they did in the other one was just like so ridiculous to like achieve the finished product like that you have to like so not the iconic scene where he like goes down and he has to wipe his sweat but it's kind of like that but more so like they have to do spatial recognition and fingerprint recognition and they had like 20 seconds to get somewhere in the old ones and if they didn't make it there then everyone would know that they're well the big bag like or the whatever they but like in this one it's like okay well the meeting's in three minutes. You just got to walk there with the wristband in three minutes. So that's that's not too hard. Okay. But just be prepared. People are gonna try and kill you, and it's like, I can I can get over that. Okay. But only issue like I did really like this one. Don't get me wrong. Two hours maybe two hours twenty minutes was maybe a tad bit too long. But the fight scenes were sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just think it was a very predictable film. Okay. Well, mm. we'll get into yeah. spoilers uh, shortly. But that's just kind of summarize the plot so tom cruise is ethan hunt mm-hmm. he works for the imf mm-hmm. which i own the only imf i know is the international monetary fund yeah so i don't know whether, <laughs> what whether, are they up to they're yeah, like yeah. bankers <laughs> i don't know so i don't know what imf actually stands for in this context but they seem to be some american secret agency and he um and basically there's like three plutonium cores that get stolen and the IMF need to recover them because this bad guy from one of the previous films wants to use it to create nuclear war and to create suffering before greater peace can be achieved. Um, and he, they... was, he was the villain in the previous film as well. No. Rogue Nation. No. Ghost so Protocol. The, so the guy that was in the back of the, the, the guy they were trying to get. Lane? Is that his name? Something Lane? Yeah. He's the bad guy in the previous films previous two films oh okay yeah sorry. oh so that's why it's the trilogy yeah because this oh, okay that's like a lot, of, a lot of effort just to get this plutonium like, it gets more complicated like, yeah, right just, so basically like, that's not the way for the new world to start man. <laughs> no, it's no, just no. like just say something controversial on uh yeah. social media yeah well that's just right. get, just get donald trump to call <laughs> out the iranians yeah okay but um yeah so there's the apostles which is what lane's followers call themselves they want to basically create suffering to then create more peace and then Ethan Hunt's going after this he teams up with Henry Cavill's what's his name Walker Agent Walker, yeah, Agent Walker from the CIA and they have to travel to Paris to meet with someone called the White Widow who's brokering a deal between um, the seller of the plutonium and John Lark John Lark who's this kind of alias figure and um, like this guy's apparently created smallpox outbreaks, and he's just a, a international cheeky bastard. Um, yeah. And so, Ethan Hunt and Agent Walker were to intercept this guy, and then basically capture him, and then interrogate him to get the plutonium. But then 
they end up fighting him and then um, some character from the other film. What's her Elsa. name? Elsa. Elsa. She, she has some sort of odd relationship with Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt. She ends up shooting this lark guy. So I feel like he's, he's, like, he's missing information because he didn't watch the previous one. Or did you watch the previous No, one? I haven't seen any of the others. So she worked for the MI6 and she was in the previous film and she was undercover with Lane. Right. Trying to <clears throat> get the, if I remember correctly, get the information off him. But then she was like a double agent and then... Okay. Um, so these films actually that. connect because yeah. whenever I hear about a Mission Impossible film I always just think it's a totally fresh new story so I think the first three were but the next three are connected in some way shape and form alright so then this, this, yeah. this, this Lark guy ends up dying so then Ethan Hunt has to take his identity meet the White Widow and broke this deal to get the plutonium. Are you following so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me if I'm going wrong because I did get confused. <laughs> I'd just like yeah. to see, like, go to a snapshot of just uh, Tom Cruise in an office with all his paperwork and he's like, oh my God, what yeah. a <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. I mean, oh, they cut, I feel like they've cut a lot out of this film because they'll be like, oh, we need to go to Paris and then they're in Paris. You don't see them travelling, which is fine. Like, I, just think, I know it's all hmm. fiction, but, like, is, is this in the real world? Like, is there know. a secret agent who's been on so many missions? Probably. Like, Probably. You, you both saw American Assassin, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. With uh, Michael Keaton. And he was stopping the nuclear. Yeah. That was good. It's always nuclear now, though. Yeah. There's never never any other sort of what, crime. Like atomic? I don't know. Just think of something else. But anyway, so the deal happens, but what they want in return is not money. They want this lane guy to be uh, sent to them. Um, but Tom Ethan Hunt doesn't want to because lane is the reason he can't be with his ex-wife played by Michelle Monaghan her name's Julia yeah I think so so this is where it's complicated because that wasn't complicated enough Ethan Hunt is disguising as Lark this alias guy mm-hmm. who's a cyber te- uh, international terrorist he needs to give Lane to the White Widow to get the plutonium back yep. to stop nuclear war uh-huh. but he doesn't want to give Lane away because he wants him for himself so it's kind of like, okay, how does he... Get to the next step. And then yeah. you got Elsa trying to stop... Elsa needs to kill Lane. Elsa needs to kill Lane for the MI6, so... Yeah. But not kill Tom Cruise, because she obviously loves him. Of course. Right. So you can't fake And then death. Tom Cruise also doesn't want to go through the mission that the black the White Widows put forward, because it would mean that civilians, no, policemen police would get killed for no reason yeah. whatsoever. And he's got ethics. Yeah. So, and whilst this is going on, Henry Cavill's Agent Walker is calling the CIA and basically saying, I think Ethan Hunt is John Lark and that he's basically turned and, you know, this whole elaborate ploy. So then that's another, like, sub, 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 sub subplot. And then, uh, yeah, he ends up... Changing the plan. They catch him. They're all in this bunker. Not White Widow. She's out like, where is everyone? And then then (laughs) the MIF guy, who is, like, their handler, was basically like, look... We think that you're John Lane, John Lark. John Lark. Uh, you basically got to come in. Ethan's like, nah. and Ethan basically he goes off, does his own thing. Yeah, he basically puts him to sleep. Classic. He says to Walker, "Look, you stay here. We'll go and get the plutonium because that's what you want." Walker's like, "Yeah, I'm fine with that." Then, then, then Walker goes into where Lane is being kept and basically reveals that he's the bad guy. He's the he is John Lark, or yeah. we assume he's John Lark. And then he basically gives all his plot away, but they've been recording him. And he makes a fair point, though. He's like, you've made this mission so much harder than it needed to be. Why do we have to do this? And he's yeah. like, 
So they haven't actually left, and then they apprehend him, and then... It's basically Simon Pegg's character had a mask on that looked like Lane, but it wasn't actually Lane, it was him. And Lane was actually behind. They did that a couple of movies, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, they do it every movie. Oh, do they? It's their like, yeah, like thing. They did it oh. as a... Come on, think of something else. But it's, why would you, when you can change your face, <laughs> is it? Like... Yeah. But then, they, then there's a whole chase, and ends up... The, ar- the nuclear bombs are armed, and Henry Cavill's character has the detonator, but... Well, but why does he have the detonator? Because so basically, he's evil. he's evil and he's managed to escape. And he's they... evil in the CIA. Yeah, yeah, no. So he wasn't actually. Yeah, he in he he in to he uh, got into the CIA. Infiltrated, infiltrated. That's the word. And basically, he manages to get out of the scenario because basically, CIA come down and they're like, right, we're gonna take it from here. Then the lights go out and then Car- Henry Cavill's character Walker's like, guys, and then basically the. What are they called again? Well, they the twelve people. Oh, the apostles. The apostles or these people that work with him turn around. They're in the CIA as well. Kill the CIA men. Try and kill Tom Cruise. Walker runs away or walks away. In fact, Cruise goes after him. Then there's a big chase, and then they end up in Kashmir in northern India. And then they have to figure out how they stop the two bombs at the same time and still survive. And basically, they've got to cut this wire at the exact same time on each of the bombs. And Tom Cruise or someone, you know, it's going to be Tom Cruise though, has to take the this thing out of the detonator. So it's walk conveniently up. one one floor that could yeah <laughs> so, yeah so basically, uh, two of the characters go to one bomb, two of the characters go to the other bomb. Oh, conveniently the, place, Are the bombs in the same place. Yeah, Kashmir. Yeah, Kashmir. Both there. But conveniently, well not yeah it's well they did it on purpose. Basically, Tom Cruise's ex-wife who was called Julia. Julia. Is working at this place. Basically, it's been set up that she would work this thing to get rid of the smallpox outbreak with her husband. And like, Tom Cruise is like, oh my god. But then Julia comes to help one of his team disarm that bomb. Then Simon Pegg's character and get the Elsa go and get the other bomb. And then Tom Cruise has to follow Walker in a hel- another helicopter to go and get the detonator. Yeah, so they got, f- when, the, when the bomb is armed, they've got 15 minutes to disarm it, right? But they don't, they lost connection with Tom Cruise. Yeah. So they don't know if he's pulled out the 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 trigger or whatever you want to call it. Mm. So they can't do it. If they do it before he pulls it out, everyone's dead. And he spends thirteen minutes like chasing Henry Cable in a fucking helicopter, and then decides to the way to to kind of get him out of the sky to drive his helicopter into their helicopter, and then they like crash, yes. and then they like fall down this narrow. Thing, like and then, ravine Walker, and then Walker the... gets burnt by oil on his face and his face fucked up and he's still fighting. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was gonna say so. That I was gonna say they don't come out with their endurance. Scratch. Nah, they, well, they must be on the Royce because their endurance is incredible. <laughs> Cruise is like living him with cuts on his face. Walker doesn't look hurt at, at all by the scar. Like he's burnt, but he's he's like yeah, I'm ready to fucking go. And for then the it. detonator like falls towards the um, edge cliff of edge. the cliff, and then it gets knocked slightly and moves a little bit. And I was just like, oh. this is <laughs> so typical. It's typical Mission Impossible. Yeah, I mean, they're suspending your disbelief, and then there's, it's ridiculous. But then at the very end, like, Tom Cruise, like, or Ethan Hunt, in fact, like, yeah. pulls down this hook so, that's keeping them up because they fall off the edge. And there's a hook keeping them up that's attached to part of the helicopter. All right. And he pulls it because he's he's on the rock face, and the hook just goes smack right in Walker's head, and he falls and dies. At the same time, the two people but two teams by the bombs 
say that they're going to cut on one second left. Uh, well, they whether, said two. They said two. Yeah. And then the whether, guy was like, why are you doing it on two? Why wouldn't you do it on one? Give me more time. They just so. have to... They're going to cut it either way because they don't know whether he's got it. And so they cut it and then nothing happens and then you see that Tom Cruise is hanging on this rock face yeah, with but you the fucking detonator in his mouth. Yeah, but to be, fair, to be fair, first of all, you don't know if he's done it or not. You assume he has, but... Because yeah. you see that side of his face and, like, there's like he's looking into the distance as the camera pans around... You can see the detonator in his mouth, so it's like, oh, okay, everyone's okay. Done it again, isn't it? Yeah. I just think, like, I know it's, a, it's fiction and it's an action movie, but <laughs> this guy, he runs literally about three miles a- across buildings, jumping across things, like, full pelt. It doesn't break sweat, doesn't, like, stop for breath, and he's hanging onto this elevator for, like, three minutes, and... It's just ridiculous. Like, it really is ridiculous. It's entertaining, but I was literally, I was like, this is so far-fetched. It's if you've got, like, Bourne Ultimatum with Matt Damon and Jason Bourne, is that, that's being compared to, like, the American version of James Bond. Yeah. What's Mission Impossible? Mission Impossible's like that on steroids. Like, there's an element... It's, it's its own thing. There's yeah. an element of realism to... The Bonds and particularly the Bourne franchise. This I don't think there's much realism apart from the fact it's set in the real world. Like, and the like. I don't know. Do you reckon they have this kind of stuff though? Like the face, like put on a, a fake face not. and a three D mask. I don't know. Three D mask. Yeah, and they get like you wear people's fingerprints. They've got that. Definitely. I reckon they've got that. Yeah. But like, even trying to explain the plot to you, it's so complicated because everyone's double crossing one another, and then right at the end, like it's. The CIA, the head of the CIA, who kind of like helps save Tom Cruise, uh, Ethan Hunt, and his team. And I was thinking, why? Throughout the whole thing, they've been like undermining each other. And there just seems to be little to no explanation for why these things are happening. And I was just sitting, I was like, maybe I'm thinking about it too deeply, but I was like, yeah, I was really entertained by it, and I kind of do want to watch the others, but. I was like, this is like so Am little I right? he, sense. He broke another bone whilst doing it. Yeah. yeah. You, they broke kept, his foot, was it Yeah, he carried on running afterwards as well. They kept that shot in the film. Mental. You he see like, him, he's like... Oh. Jumped on a ledge and <laughs> his foot like... He's just... Ah, family guy. Ah. I watched a video of him jump out of do skydiving with James Gordon. Oh, really? Yeah, for the Late Late Show. That's oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty funny. But yeah, what was your... You were saying... You you didn't find it as good as some of the others because it was. I just thought it was quite predictable. Okay, so what about it was predictable? So like, so okay, so the first part is they they've well everyone knew that the plutonium was going to go to stay going for this like like uh, almost uh, handoff for the the plutonium and the money, but for some reason Ethan Hunt hasn't brought the money out of the van. This whole little story comes this about. This is right at the beginning. And then uh-huh. Ethan Hunt goes to save his teammate and leaves the plutonium on the floor. And then he's like, oh, why didn't they kill us? And it's like, well, that was obvious. They've taken the plutonium. Yeah. Like, why didn't you, you carry the plutonium with you? But anyway, you still would have killed him, wouldn't you? You just would have killed him regardless if you had the plutonium or not. He's a massive fucking fawn in your... Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then the next part was they had this... The guy who created the bombs in a bed and Ethan Hunt was sitting there like all distraught about it and they had this video news clipping of like how the bombs went off I was like yeah so this doctor he's created the formula to create a nuclear bomb and on the screen they've got oh like Jerusalem Mecca and Rome have all been bombed so all these holy sites and he's like yes and then they (laughs) basically said oh okay 
they, they, they get a newsreader to read out his manifesto. I was just then... like, no, this is it, this is it. So, like, when they got in that room with him, and Ethan Hunt's just there, and no one's questioning Ethan Hunt, and then they were like, oh, yeah, it's been two weeks, and then and then he's like, Ethan Hunt's like, oh, I'm going to get him, and then the the other guy, I've forgotten his name. Um... um... One of his teammates, he's like, oh no, Ethan, you can't do it much, hold him back. I was like, this is Ethan Hunt, yeah? Luther. Luther. I was like, he would flip you over and smack the crap out of this guy if he wanted to. I was like, this is all fake. And then, it was fake. Yeah. And then and then they got the code on the phone and they were like, oh yeah, we've got all this information. Oh, sick. I knew that was fake as well. Yeah. And then like, because obviously they did the trailer quite well, so it made it look like Walker and Ethan Hunt were fighting in the trailer. Yes, I was really misled by yeah, that. Yeah, and so- they weren't, they were actually on the same team at this point. But I got the inkling that he was a bit funny when he looked at, kept looking at the guy in the mirror, and I was like, "Why? Why would you do that? Why don't you just look? Why would you not look at Ethan or look straight in the mirror and just do your own bit?" And I was like, "Okay, there's something off about him, but maybe he's just being, maybe he's just trying to set up Ethan because like he just doesn't like him or something." Then he like gives a phone which isn't cracked to his CIA handler, and I was like, "Maybe they're setting it up so." Maybe their plan is to make Ethan look like the bad guy for some reason. And then, like, as you're sitting in the car and he's just, like, pestering Ethan, like, oh, did this guy do all these things? And I'm like, right, you're you're the fucking bad guy. Like, straight away, I was like... So it kind of, like, ruined it for me because I was like... Oh, so you're you, gonna be you bad. saw that Walker was... The... Yeah, I was like, you're going to be the bad... Like, I thought when the first handed the phone over, I thought, oh, maybe it's a plan. But then, like, as the plan went on, I was like, right, see, I don't the fucking bad guy. See, I didn't... I wasn't surprised when it was revealed, but I also, I don't think it was like telegraphed as much. There wasn't, it was kind of like, I thought he was just, I thought he was a bit of an asshole, but I didn't think he was the bad guy. But So I was kind of like, I don't feel like they'd set it up as well as they could have for oh. it to be like a really shock reveal. But then obviously you kind of. I saw, I'm sure, like, I was thinking it's like, it's going to come. And then like. But then maybe it's because you've seen so many of the other films that. Maybe, yeah. It's my, like, just like repetitive. Maybe. But then, and then when he was like, when they got down to that place and it was like all the um, hospital bit, I was like, so I, got, I was like, there's something, something else that's going to happen here. And then the wife turned up and I was like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, X-Y. How would you make it different though? To I probably it, wouldn't. To make it unpredictable. <laughs> What's the thing you were saying? Nah. You're saying so this that, is, wife, this... that wife bit, that was, that was pretty unpredictable. I was like, something's got to happen, but I didn't know that was going to be it. And I just thought it was going to be something stupid. Because I thought, I thought they'd had the wife locked up somewhere. Because that's how they made it, that's how they perceived it to us. So that was good. I think when they're in the car and the guy's just pestering uh, Ethan about, um, like, oh, did John Light do all this stuff? Did John Light do this? Did John Light do that? I was like, but why are you asking him this now? Like, this is like yeah. the most inappropriate time to ask him this. Like, they're in a car about to do a mission and he's asking him all this stuff and I'm like, I still don't think right. it was clear whether he was actually John Lark or not. And also... Next film. Yeah. Also, <laughs> these apostles, again, like, there was very little... Maybe he has a twin. There was no, oh, like, yeah. clarity on, on who the actual apostles were, so... It was all a bit, kind of, vague. Hmm. And the white widow bit was just so unnecessary Yeah, she was well. really unnecessary. Yeah, like and also, like, she's, she's doing this speech to this whole room... And Tom Cruise walks in, and I'm not being funny, but these there was like bad guys like keeping an eye on him, and they were so obvious. <laughs> they were standing yeah. there just staring at him, and they're the only people. And he's like, "Oh yeah, they're bad guys." And then they start like beating each other up, and no one bats an eyelid until someone shoots someone. 
like you've got people flipping over and smacking on the table and getting stabbed and everyone's just sitting there like okay and then there's a bang and there's everyone's like screams oh okay but you know these what it is mate it's what these it films is. it's good I've action seen videos of yeah. that, you know like in uh, parliaments or whatever when <laughs> they just sat in a little ruckus <laughs> hell yeah that it was entertaining it wasn't like I wasn't I was never kind of I thought it was a good film though yeah it's just like a time killer isn't it yeah, it's bit. just uh, yeah, it's gonna be put one it on of... in the background. It's something on a crazy stance. You're like, yeah. yeah, I can. You can just watch it at any. You can walk in and watch it at any point of the movie, and you'd be like, oh yeah, Tom Cruise is always a good guy. Pretty much. Yeah. It was very very long. I think a wicked twist would have been if Tom Cruise was actually John Mark and he had a yeah, little ego I, I... the whole time. But Tom, then that would be just like, Tom how did Cruise no one figure this out for six years? Uh, six he films. just pulled off his face and it was actually oh, someone else. And then it cuts to a scene where Tom, like, Tom Cruise is like handcuffed in a basement. And he's like, Ugh. that would so <laughs> be so funny. Tom Cruise doesn't play many bad guys. I think the only one I can think of is like collateral. Oh, yeah. And that was, that know, was cool. Playing Jamie Foxx, wasn't it? And he, he yeah. does not age. He looks great for like, <laughs> I think he's like the same age as my dad. And <laughs> when you compare the two of them. Very talks, mate. Hollywood. <laughs> well, he's very fit as well, isn't he? Yeah. I'll read out, Obi can't be here today, but he, I'll read out what he said about the film. Um, he said, I think the film was good, but very long. The action fight sequences were sick. It was quite confusing in the middle of Henry Cable's character in the double crossing. Um, who gave the bad guy the second plutonium? Um, and there was confusion about, he was confused about where the third plutonium was, but that, the IMF were given one as a down payment. Yeah. But in terms of like, actually how he ends up with the plutonium, how does he end up with a second one? Well, I don't know, because this buyer that the White Widow sets, sets up... Oh, sorry, the seller, the White Widow brokers, which I think oh, was her they brother. Oh, they only need to, though, don't they? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it was her brother who wanted to sell it, right? Yeah. How did he give it to Lane? Maybe Lane stole it? I don't know. There, there's a lot of jumps. Yeah. Of, like, you have to just, okay, accept what's happening. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it, it was very entertaining. I don't think Henry Carvel's character was... I don't personally think Henry Carvel's character was too confusing. I think, in my mind, he was a CIA agent for the whole duration of that film. And then at one point, you figure out he's actually the double-crosser. Yeah. But he's got a different motive to I also, I was, even hunt. I was confused about Angela Bassett's CIA head. So she's the head of the CIA. Yeah. And, like, some point she's like, oh, I don't trust the IMF, and she kind of... She then she double crosses them, yeah. but then right at the end she helps them out, and I'm just like, there's no kind of causality. You don't understand her motivation for doing all this stuff. You just yeah. kind of have to accept it. But that's what these films are like, you know. From a, I guess from a, actually this one's been very well received critically, but there's often a disparity between what critics think and what the popular audience think. Like Mum and Me are critics, like this film's shit, but the audiences love it because People it's, love it's it. exactly. They love the just, new one, don't they? Because it's just fun and entertaining and emotional, but from actual <laughs> point of view, of, <laughs> from the point of view of actually like how the film's constructed, it might not be great, but you know, I would recommend this film. I, I do want to watch the other five. Can borrow one if you want. I haven't seen any. No, I haven't. Oh, Gleno, Gleno, uh, mate. I don't know. I just kind of. It's even got that guy from the one who died in real life in Hunger Games who was helping out. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? The one who died in real life who was helping out uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character. Big bloke. The ginger nut. With the quiff. I have no idea. Paul either. Hoffman. Hoffman. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm. Ah, yeah. right. Oh, so he's in one of them. Mm. Fair play. Villain. Yeah, he's in the one before the last one, wasn't it? 
Rogue Nation? No, no, the one before that. Ghost. Ghost. So you've seen some of them. Know. I've seen a few of them, yeah. I enjoy them. Are they, conf- are they all confusing? confusing? Char- different character? Nah, they're, they're just like... I don't know, it's like, yeah, he's a good but he's a, Tom Cruise is always a good guy, isn't it? So, whoever's chasing him, you just got to think he's bad. That's yeah. pretty much it. You can't really go wrong. But maybe you just don't think too much about them when they're wrong. But what have you been watching then? <laughs> no, not at all. Um, what have I been watching? Well, you you would love it, but I did end up watching Black Panther. Yes! Oh, yeah, and I did end up watching Infinity War. Because <gasps> obviously, oh. we you guys all got to talk about it, and I didn't. Yeah. Oh, what a waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You're lying. I know I said that and Glenn was like on the chat, he was fuming. Oh, you must have loved it. Uh, well, Black Panther I watched on a plane. Um, that was alright, that was enjoyable. I don't know. Because I, I, I haven't seen Infinity War, I didn't really, really see if it was before or after. Before. No, yeah. not Infinity War. The Civil War. War. Civil War, yeah. After. Yeah, I just couldn't really connect the dots. Because I was like, who's this one on Bandit? Oh, at, right. at the end yeah. yeah and then uh, nah so going to Infinity War yeah that was alright oh that mate right. yeah. i got to say I, I told you guys but I, I loved like Josh Brolin I thought he was really cool as like a Thanos as like a cool yeah. villain like his uh, whole premise of the idea that like I'm doing this for the real reason is I want everyone to live pretty well off like everyone to be happy yeah but for that to happen if half the people have got to go oh, yeah. well you you work in charity so what are your thoughts you know <laughs> what <laughs> would you kill half the population to make sure the rest of them with feel- a click of my fingers uh, I don't know I don't think I'm quite as mental as him it's a moral dilemma a moral dilemma yeah but oh, I mean like his, 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 his idea his ideologies are rubbish because what if he kills like just all the poor people and all the rich people are still alive and therefore they're just going to create more poor people no but the whole point was that it was indiscriminately wasn't it yeah I know so it was just like but But surely there must be just as much chance of if if the world was 50% rich 50% poor there's just as much chance of all of the poor people dying than all of like one of every two just of a coin isn't it yeah and Infinity War they are hedging their bets massively on Miss Marvel Captain Marvel yeah yeah so what the next one's going to be the last one well, no. in, of this phase. Yeah, of this lot. But this, that in actually... What, March next year? Summer? Yeah, I think Captain Summer. Marvel comes out in March and Infinity War Part 2 will be April or May. Watches. But you, you've read an article. Um, yeah, so I brought it with. It's just talking about... Um, it, it, relates, magazines, it relates to Thanos. It's in... Uh, Culture. The, the Times for... Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the Times, uh, the, the one with the, the, the Times. weekly, yeah, so you can see what's on telly. Who uses that anymore? I don't know, man. Uh, so no the article was just talking about how uh, like villains nowadays have a, a backstory of the reason as to why they're bad so it's not assess- essentially because it talks about the Joker in the Dark Knight who is just chaotic and wants you know he's doing it for fun yeah. and for a game like he doesn't want to kill Batman he just wants like his alter ego in like but the opposite universe sort of thing is you know mm. cat and mouse sort of thing whereas like so they've got the picture of so Batman's almost his muse yeah yeah. So they got a picture of this guy, Killmonger, from uh, Black Panther, and he's doing it. And then in the article, it talks about you know because it's all like about he wants weapons so that the rest of the world can fight up against you know so the, what they those saying, who are rich they, or those who are blah blah blah. And it's are they saying his motive is similar? No, no, they're as saying as they're saying the Joker totally has different. no motive. Okay. Yeah, but what are they, what is the article arguing then? Is it arguing that, 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 like, that villains that, should have no motivation? Yeah, that the whole makes, point you want to. Yeah, it? the whole point when you go to the cinema and you want to see a villain is that sometimes they don't have no cause at all. They just want to cause chaos. Don't know. It was like I think we can all agree it's one of the top films that we've all seen, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's just like for that reason, 
Like, yeah. it's absolutely manic. But you can't really predict it. But then sense. is it not... But, like, because you've got so many, you know, like, baddies who have got this premise of, oh, I'm doing this for this reason, you're like, oh, well, you know, if it goes out the window, then that's their plan done. done and yeah. that's, um, that's so predictable. But I think the problem with a lot of villains is that they are underwritten. So... You just they literally just there to to be antagonistic and then to die. So like a lot of Marvel villains are, this, are similar. Um, well, Marvel villains just tend to be the the copy of their hero. Don't know. Yeah, but they're yeah. just typically. They're, there's no kind of characterization to them. They're just there to be evil. I'm thinking of like Whiplash from Iron Man Two, um, Hela from Ragnarok. Your people like Loki's got some. Um, personality to him but he kind of flits between being a hero yeah, he's and like an anti-hero, anti-hero. Yeah. Um, but then like obviously um, using Thanos as an example he was such a well written character he had an actual arc and you could sort of appreciate where he was coming from or at least you know why yeah. he thinks but what would it have been better would it have been better if he had just been like I just want to murder half the universe let me click my fingers well he did no he did do that didn't he yeah but he has a reason for it if what we're saying is like if oh, he right, was like the joker and he just came and was like wanted to just click his uh, fingers and kill this is people. funny <laughs> yeah so like what do you know because I think it works for the joker because <laughs> see you later yeah. bye you really annoyed yeah. me <laughs> the joker is a is a a well known villain obviously from DC Comics, and it's been established since his inception that no one really knows who he is and he just does mm. things because he's crazy. But if you watched any film, so say we watched whatever film, like Rogue Nation, and the villain just had absolutely no explanation for why he was doing things, would you not be really frustrated and really confused? No, because, you know, the, the joke is, like, mentally deranged, isn't he? So this, yeah. this person could also be. So, but, like, so the, like the, the joke isn't trying to get nuclear weapons and blow up the entire world. He's just like, oh, he's going to blow up a hospital if you don't kill this one significant person. person yeah. like, everyone loses their minds. <laughs> I think it works for the Joker. I think, obviously, I haven't seen many... I can't think of many films where the villain had literally no reasoning for what they're doing. But I think I would probably be a bit... Um, underwhelmed or a bit frustrated to say like yesterday watching Fallout if the guy was like I'm, I'm, I just want to blow up like half the world I'd be like but why? Yeah well it seems like a lot of effort's going into <clears throat> doesn't it? It does I'm trying to look at, see if there are things that... But no oh, you know what did annoy me about uh, Infinity War what? fucking so stupid how this big purple guy that only gets one little cut after all the f- fighting that he's been in like one drop of blood Right. Oh. No, come on. Yeah, that was a bit And scary. even more so is the fact that he's on Titan, right? He was born in Titan, which is Jupiter, which is in our same system. And yet, all the technology that like Wakanda and everyone else has, no one noticed it. That there's a, another civilization on another planet. Why, why, do you, a, why do you think it's Jupiter? It is Jupiter, isn't it? Titan. It's a moon and... I'm not sure if it's the same. Is it not? I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, that'd I don't, be pretty cool, actually. I'd no, that was like... like it's only a few million miles away, but yeah. still. Yeah, that's true. Don't they all take their helmets off as well when they're on Titan? Yeah. They can breathe the air. Yeah, yeah that was a bit odd. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was sick, though. It was sick. There's a few improvised scenes as well. So, like, you know... Um, Dave Fatista. Yeah, that was improvised, apparently. He's just a cool guy. Yeah. And uh, Spider-Man being all dramatic at the end was improvised as well. Oh, yeah, you were bumming that off, but that was so shit. I'm sorry. I felt nothing. <laughs> you are dead. I was like, why is he still here? See you later. Everyone else is floating away. <laughs> I thought I was dead inside, mate. 
I did. I love the memes that were coming out after it, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the test comes back positive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well then, yeah. I mean, oh, dude, I need to rewatch Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited Why? for? Don't think oh, because you were it. underwhelmed, weren't you? I was under. I was slightly underwhelmed the first time I watched it, Infinity War as well. Oh really? Yeah. I just don't know. Just everyone was so buzzed coming out of it, and I was just there like. I was gassed. I was like, yes. I was like why is everyone yeah. so buzzed? Like, what's? Why? But maybe, maybe it's saturated in my That's mind. Maybe these, su- maybe these superhero films are like, maybe I'm just like too many, too many. Because yeah. I like, because like, so when I watch like, obviously I'm gonna carry on watching them. and I'm always gonna be like, they're good. But like, I watch like the DC TV series, but I don't watch the standard ones as much anymore. So I like, I start, I carry on watching Luther, which is a bit different. It's a bit darker. It's like. Uh, sorry, not Luther, Lucifer, sorry. It's like about the devil and like how he's trying to come to terms with living on earth and stuff. And then there's like Preacher, which I'm so baffled about right now, but I'm only like two episodes in, so we'll see what happens there. Cloak and Dagger, which is about these two people who've got like the opposite powers. and That's like, Marvel, isn't it? Yeah. But like, tr- like the darker ones, I think like, I'm getting more engrossing because they've got like deeper meanings and it's a bit more of a journey to get somewhere rather than the films where it's just like... Oh, I've got powers. Oh, I've got um, a suit. Oh, I've got Carnage from um, Venom. Yeah, they're making a Carnage film, aren't they? Because Venom's coming out. I don't, I don't know. Because I was doing like some research on Carnage. Yeah. And that's Marvel, right? Yeah. yeah. Carnage is like the offspring of. Yeah, like Venom, Venom and Spider-Man have babies. Yeah. Um, but like he's like could be a good villain because mm. I was doing like some uh, like watching videos on YouTube. And they were just talking about the comics and how like he just does it for fun, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. He's psycho. So that sounds like a good villain. I don't know why. Like, why does Venom do it? But Venom does it to become stronger because there's a there's a co- they brought out a comic series to talk about the symbiotics. That's what they are. And apparently they're not evil. Apparently they want to attach the host and make them as strong as possible. Doesn't it like elaborate on their behaviour? Yeah. So, so like you're, because you're the psycho. the journalist was getting like beat down. Yeah. Um, then it like made him pretty angry and yeah. pissed off. I don't know. Pretty much. Like if yeah. you're a really if you're a saint and you got the venom yeah. suit, surely you'd be like size it and be like. Oh. <laughs> I'm a bit worried yeah. about the venom film. Like if it they make him too like anti-hero. Yeah, it's gonna be crap. Yeah. 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 Not... Who's his, who's his villain gonna be? What like? The well, he sh- he should be the villain. Yeah, he should be. But why can we not have a film about? Apparently, a absolutely no chance of Spider-Man being in it. Good. Don't want Spider-Man to be in a shit film. Because he's in San Fran, isn't it? Oh, is it? Venom. Oh, is it? In San Fran. Oh, cool. But tell us about Lucifer. You've been watching that. You're on series two? Three. Three? Okay. And it's DC? DC, yeah. So they've Part been of like, DC universe. oh, we invented the devil. Well, I think both DC and Marvel have the devil. But oh, really? Yeah, I think so. But uh, it's pretty cool. Like, it's like, the first season was like about him coming to, like, I can't remember if he, because it's been a while since I switched season one, I can't remember if he just went to Earth or if he's, no, he, I think he just went to Earth and basically God was trying to be like, you don't see God, but like telling him, go back down to hell. Like, you don't need to be on Earth. Yeah. And basically, yeah, pretty and much. Yeah. And he pretty much has this power where he can see people's deep, he can, he was like, he'd be like, to one of you, like, what's your deepest desire? And you'll tell him what your deepest desire is and then he'll be like, oh, okay, well, maybe I can make that happen kind of thing. But this girl, or woman, sorry, that he's in, you think he's in love with, he can't do it on her for some reason and you have no idea why still to this day I don't know why she's probably an angel maybe and 
would be and then so his brother comes down tries to like bring him back to hell and doesn't work out now his mum's on the scene and she's like look I want my baby Wait, this is the devil? Yeah. Oh, God, he's got family crisis. So, like, all his brothers and sisters would be the angels. All the angels are brothers and sisters, but he's got... His mum's there. He wouldn't have a mother, surely. Mate, supernatural. God's got a sister, so... Grandma, second cousin. God, this is insane. I think think his mother. I'm pretty sure his mother. And basically, she was going to try and kill this woman. I think her name's Chloe. So that Lucifer would, like, come back down to hell. But then... His brother was like, no, that's not the way to do it. Make him have no reason to be on Earth anymore. Then he'll come down to hell. So, yeah. So, what, so the plot is they're trying to get Lucifer back down to hell? I don't know what his... I don't know. There is no real plot. He's he's basically... So that the, the villain, I suppose, his mother, wants him to just get off Earth. Like, don't need to be here. Let's go back down to hell or wherever hell is. And he's like... Oh, I'm I'm living a good life in in wherever he is. It must be in LA or something. And he's got a club, which he owns, and like he drinks beer, and he's got his demon sidekick who's there as well. Does he kill lots of people? Is he evil? He does kill a few people, and he can do this thing where he um so he looks at people and he shows his demon face, and it just like makes them freak out. Like they you can't look at it. It's pretty grim actually. I've seen it. Yeah. But, um. Whenever. Whenever I hear the devil, all I think about is Futurama, the devil robot. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm like, he's not so bad. He's alright. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. Tenacious he D. He does musicals. Yeah, Tenacious <laughs> D, that's not bad as well. But I think it's a really good series because like, basically his psychic Chloe is a police officer and he basically just goes around sort of doing stuff. It's basically a TV police drama with the devil. So he helps them out? He helps her out. But he's supposed to be evil. Surely he should be committing crimes. Mm. Is the devil evil? Oh, or did he commit, works in mysterious ways. Did he commit one? Did he commit a crime and punish forever for it? Ooh, that is snap! Wow, oh, wow. Chris is com- coming out with I his mean, fucking religious I mean, views. I Jeez. mean, if he did commit the crime, he did. It was a pretty big one. But then he put sin on on Earth. I think. I'm pretty sure that was Adam. Yeah, but didn't he tempt Adam? Don't know. No idea. I don't know. Snake. I'm not very biblical. Snake. But, but like, I'm not. But basically, he's of the opinion that like he's he's bored of hell. Right, okay. Kind of thing. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, we're all sinners, so we'll uh, see him sooner or later. Yeah, unless... Unless... We say sorry, and God's all forgiven. All right, let's not go down that path. Or none of it exists. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Orange is the New Black. Oh, God. New oh, series, right. series six. I think so. Basically, it's just like the... Why is it still going on? So, like, is it keeping the momentum? I'm on So it's, it's last season picked it up a bit. Said the 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 riot, which then they like held hostage uh, some of the guards. And and someone they, got accidentally killed, right? Someone got accidentally killed. I remember us talking about this. Yeah. Last year. <laughs> so the the guy who was really psychotic and like was torturing some of them, they captured at the end, and then basically they were like, do you know what? We're gonna let him go. And as they let him go, they had uh, the riot squad in the building. And they had a newbie on the squad, and basically they shoot pellets. But what they do is they shoot the pellets at the ceiling, so the rubble comes down, it like distracts the person in front, and then they grab them. Mm. But because Piscatelli, the bloke, is really big, when the guy shot up, because he got nervous and he just shot, even though Piscatelli was like, oh, it's just me, got him straight in the face, and Piscatelli died. And then so the the fallout from it is, <laughs> fallout, um, basically, is that. The SWAT team, or whoever what you want to call them, have basically set it up to make it look like one of the inmates have actually killed Piscatelli. Mm. So they've dragged him into this place they were hiding, and they've 
shot him in the face, done a few shot marks around the room, and two of the inmates saw this. The crazy lady and the girl who's like looking after her. So then like, then you you only see that bit, you see that snippet, and that for some reason the lady won't say anything. The one who's saying won't say anything. She's convinced that they will just like brush it under the rug and then nothing will come of it. So she's trying to be like, oh, I wasn't actually there. And then the police guy's like, well, we know you were there, your fingerprints are everywhere. So it's like, that's that's one story. And then the person who was a, the original main character, Piper, who's not really anymore, she's like really worried about her girlfriend or fiance, Alex, because she's nowhere to be seen. But she, I don't think she's thinking straight because there were three vans that went to three different pl- prisons. So they're all being reassigned yeah. to the new prison. And then, so the guy who was in charge of the prison is no longer in charge of the prison and the woman who used to be co-in charge of it is now in charge of it again. Uh, the lady who escaped with one of the police officers is out with him somewhere, but there's another police officer tagging along and he's only just found out that she was... She's with him now. Like, she was in the boot of the car, like, hiding. Now he's found out. We don't know what's happening there. We got... We got he said, she said in the fucking prison. Like, the policemen are like, who who, who started this, right? Who did this? Who did that? And they're all, like, blaming each other. And, yeah, that's pretty much... You're still enjoying it? It's a good... Like, there was one season which was rubbish. Like, I'm talking, like, I nearly gave up on it. But then last season, like, brought it back a little bit. And this season's carried on quite well. So I'm invested to see how it goes. But I think, personally... And, and I know there's seven... They either, did they book him for seven or eight seasons? I can't remember. They booked no him for a certain amount. Idea. But I will be invested for this season. And I think this season will probably be my last. Because I can't see where they're going to go after this. So why is Piper still in prison? Surely she wasn't she only supposed to be in there for a few months? or? Well, I don't know how many... Like, I don't know over this course of six or whatever seasons there is how long it's actually been. But I'm pretty sure she got her her sentence extended. And depending on what happens in this case, she could get ten plus ten years to life. Oh right. Because of what's happening. And why is she no longer the main character? Because no one cares about her story anymore. <laughs> like honestly, like it's a story about where she's like she didn't know what she was doing in prison. She tried to like make herself part of the integrated into prison. She really has no, she has real no connection, really no connection to the like family they they bond they having. She's part of this family in prison, but she didn't really respect it. Like, she's just thrown red under the bus, like, because she's upset about Alex. And that's another thing. It's always back and forth of her and Alex and their relationship, so... Mm. And then, that's it, really. That's her. That's I have, I have no deeper understanding for her. Like, she she thinks she's hard, but then she's, she, <laughs> she isn't really, because she gets beaten up. Like, And then you've got, like, Red Story. She's, like, part of... She used to be, like, wife of a Russian mafia guy, and she's trying to, like, make everyone happy. And then you've got, like... Other family, other uh, not family, other cultured people like trying to do other stuff, and then like got crazy people, and then you got like the drug induced people, and it's just like their stories are by far better than Piper's story. Okay. Piper's story is a bit like. <laughs> I'm surprised it's gone on so long. Like you could actually kill off Piper, and I don't think anyone would care. Oh, I guess it's quite good that a series can evolve and not have to rely on the main character from the first. Yeah, but then it kind of loses viewers, doesn't it? Because that's the whole reason you start. But then you, if get, you, it, you get so um, absorbed into um, this, like, this person as the main character. And, you know, so, like, for you guys, especially for the new Avengers when it's coming out, you, 
you're not going to be as interested, right? See, Spence. I agree with you on that. The new Avengers, I'm not sure I'm going to be that Oh, that interested. was just an example. But, yeah, but... yeah, but I, I agree, because I, I think it's a bit different, because like, that one, I've come to love the main characters, and my assumption is that they all, they're not all going to be in there for Phase 5, if there is a Phase 5. But for the prison thing, it's because you've got so many different perspectives, I think you can just like knock one out. Just be like, do you know what? I think you have to you have to develop them over a long period of time. And what Marvel haven't done is they haven't um, spent enough time pushing a natural new leader for the Avengers. Whereas something like Game of Thrones, yeah. like Game of TV Thrones series. like killed off Ned Stark in the first series, but it had strong enough other characters to carry on leading it, and they've been killing off like main characters throughout the whole series. I know, but yeah, well now they've got to the stage that. It's the end of the road and they've only got like five main characters. Yeah. yeah. And they've got no one new. No, but that's that's, just that's why they're the ending end. it. But so, you know Is you, that out this year? No, uh It's uh like Smart. It'll, it'll be like spring. early next uh, year, yeah. Yeah. Spring next year. Um so yeah, I think it just depends. Like I think Game of Thrones have done it well. Um And it's back in spring. Yes. It's taking forever. But no, then wait. they've got like the prequels, haven't they? Or the side stories. Yeah, they're doing one prequel. And as I heard, they're doing a prequel for the Joker. I know. Is that Jared Leto, your best mate? No, No, Joaquin Phoenix. Who? Joaquin Phoenix. (laughs) Who? Who? He's in Gladiator. He was the... The Emperor? The Emperor, yeah. Oh, that was on the other He's going to be it and direct it. He's going to direct it. Apparently. Directing it, isn't he? No, it's Todd Phillips. What? Who's going to direct the Joker? No. See, that'll ruin the craziness of the Joker. Is he writing it? I don't know. Fuck. I can't imagine why Kim Phoenix is writing the film. Why the hell is he even in it? Look, I don't like Jared Leto as the Joker. I'm not going to be shy about it. No. I don't like him. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't like him. The story they've given him is stupid, and they've just made him like a gangster. I'm like... I don't like his teeth. Yeah, like, what is that? What is that? And I mean, like, I don't want the crazy, crazy one. You've let him loose. Yeah, like, let him loose. He's off on one now. Chris is gone. But, like, you set that, you set that character, and then you can divulge onto the previous films, like... They just do, like, scattergun oh. approach. I just don't think DC have got good enough they just superheroes. They just fucked it, Like, mate. Aquaman, I mean, really, like, Batman's cool, everyone loves Batman, but Aquaman... But they're trying to make Aquaman And the, the cool, trailer came out, and I was like, yeah, Lame. he's still not cool. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the Shazam trailer? Lame! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really Fucking shit. hell, oh my god. But talking to Jared Leto... <laughs> talking to Jared Leto, yeah. One from the archive. Requiem for a Dream, cult classic. Yeah? Oh? Rake Room for a Dream. I read the book as well. Oh, I think I got more freaked out by the book than the film. Oh, really? Why? Yeah. Well, tell us about well, the film and then how the book differs. Well, it was a while ago now, so I, I can't really remember it. I can't even remember characters' names. But it's just following uh, a few stories. <laughs> so you're following Jared Leto as a drug dealer right. uh, and user. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds like a joke. Heroin that they use as well. Yeah, with his closest mate and his girlfriend. So that's like the trio, like not really a love triangle because his best mate, he's got another girlfriend. Um, but it's just following them, like how struggling through their addiction, and it's really, really difficult to watch. Actually, it's really, like you see that like, they proper, you see it injecting and how their veins are like Ooh. decaying or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, like nowadays they could, you, I mean, you see worse things on telly, but like for when it came out, which I think was like, two thousand. 
Yeah, fucking ages ago. Bloody Jesus, hell. we're old. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's still pretty grim. Not so much of, in my eyes, not so much of the what you see. It's more of like the mental attitude of you see how they begin. Like they they're like a happy couple, and he's like got not the best relationship with his mum, but then how it t- just deteriorates, and yeah. it's like. Oh my god! Just like him and his girlfriend, they explode, and then not literally. They don't literally explode. Like they don't have that much heroin. They're just like, <laughs> but like they, they implode. I suppose they're like, uh, and then oh, just the story of his mum. I think that's what got me the most, especially in the she's film. She's going through like, dementia, she, isn't she? So she's no, she's on weight loss pills, uh, but the doctor is giving her uppers, oh. and because Jared let her as a drug addict he knows you know that his mum's on something because she's like grinding her teeth and blah 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 and she just loses it she's like on all these different pills and then they take her to the hospital and they're they're like no look it's these pills you're taking it it's like nah she's she should go to psych we'll give her more pills to sort her out and it's just really it's how really all sad. of the characters just end up really fucked up yeah like, doesn't oh my god doesn't jared later does he die from an overdose, or is it his best friend? No. So, spoiler, if you're going to watch it. Yeah, I am, but just spoil it anyway. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, go on. Well, Jared Leto, no. So, they end up trying to do one big one big deal. Ooh. Like, they've got, they've got some... What's the term for heroin? I don't even know. They've got some product. Smack. <laughs> uh, and they're going to do, like, one big deal so that they can get back to where they were. So, where it was, like, everything was... Yeah, happy Fine, days. Yeah. It was all good. And uh, he ends up, like, taking some, and he gets, like, an infection in his arm because they're on a long road trip away from New York at this point. And then he gets, like, in, in the south, and they're like, ah, oh, we don't see many of you boys around here. And he's, like, uh, they, they see he's a junkie, and he's, like, goes to hospital, ends up getting his arm amputated, um, and his best mate, who's African, well, African-American, yeah. is in prison in the south, and it's not... As much fun for him. Well, no, no, none of them are having fun, but it's just like, oh my god. And then his girlfriend ends up being being a like, fucking hooker. Yeah, pretty much. She gets like double-ended dildo thing. Yeah, yeah, she's like in not a gangbang, but she's in like a hooker for the yeah. for the for the masses she, because to feed her addiction. Yeah, that's literally it. She hooks up with this uh, dealer who is just supplying her, and the, and the, the thing that I really hated the most was that they're a loving couple at the beginning but then their addiction gets the better of them and she's getting this product because it's the bit where he uh, gets the number for they're like oh yeah we, we want to get some heroin or whatever and she's gone off had sex with this guy come back and there's that like awkward moment that they've got the product but they both know what she did for it mm. and then it's just like from that you know she starts lying to him like about she gets product but hides it from him and then he's just like upset con- con- constantly because you would be mm. This film is so bleak. It's, it's, it's a rough watch. What, I actually, if, it's a really good film. And like you the, thought my little cousin could sit in here and watch, uh, listen to our podcast. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, but like the editing's really good. The way they do, like, I think they called it like hip hop editing. Like it's really quick and like goes to like a beat. Um, and the music's good. It's got like the classic, um, the classic Requiem for a Dream theme. Yeah. I can't even think of how it goes now, but uh, yeah, it's a really good film, but it's very, very bleak and depressing. Yeah, no, so, so like I, I think it was worse for the books just because the book is all your imagination, oh, and okay. there's more you can do with a written page of, you know, writing, and more you can think about than what you actually see on the screen. Yeah, because that is what you see, and that's what you think about. Whereas you know, you, the dialogue. Oh my god. Does it just... follow the similar plot? Yeah, exactly the same. Oh, okay. Pretty much. 
okay. Yeah, so it's a Darren Aronofsky film, and he did like Black Swan, The Wrestler, Noah, and Mother. And I think that wasn't Jared Leto's big break, but that was like. No, he was in um, he came into... Urban Legend, wasn't he? Got that? Was that Which before? I, th- I think it might be before. Yeah? Yeah. It's right there, the red one. We'll see what year it's from. But it's. This... Urban Legend, that's 100% before 2000. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But that's like a, a cult, that's like a cult classic, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you've seen it. I thought you would have. Yeah, I've seen it a few Is times. Is that a cult classic? I don't know. What's it about? Read it out. It's, it's like they really high school. Them, yet they, they have no traceable source. The urban legends, contemporary tale tales that emerge from the underground and take on colourful lives of their own. When a series of strange deaths occur on the campus of Peddleton College, student Natalie. Uh, begins to suspect that there is a bizarre link. Someone is making urban legends a sinister reality. Her classmates, loyal Brenda, uh, ambiguous journalist Major Paul, and classic Joker Damon, insists insists the deaths are just considered as no. despite the extraordinary it? circumstances. Yeah, my sight's awful. I'm thinking of getting laser eye surgery. Mm, what year is it from? Let's see. Where is my laser eye surgery book? Why can't I see what you is? Anyway, tell us about a video you watched. <laughs> Come on, you wanted to mention it. Oh, I wanted to mention it, but I didn't want it to get political and ask we'll, for we'll try to, not to, to lose your uh, vegan listeners. Okay. I'm sure we'll, oh, 1998 it came out. 98, mm. Urban Legends. It's, it's pretty shit quality, I'm not gonna lie. No, I just thought I'd mention it because it's, uh, it's part of what I watched on the it just came up on my facebook feed facebook feed yeah and it was about this guy who uh was arguing the point that as human beings we shouldn't eat meat because we're not biologically like determined as predators but i'm like well fuck off because we've got brains so yeah we can make tools we can hunt and then i i was watching the Shit, what's his name? Bear Grylls today. I was like, how long? I'd love to see one of them, like, going to the woods. Bear Grylls, Ray Miss, and be a vegan. I mean... How long do you reckon that'll last? Probably not too long. Nah. No. I mean, we are we are sort of an apex predator because of our intellect. And that we have we've manufactured weapons. Tools, to, fire. Yeah. Consciousness. Of, yeah. Aw- awareness of our consciousness. See, the thing for me, like... I like, I like eating chicken. I, I like, like meat. meat. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, like, but like, I, I do appreciate that some industries do it very badly and they treat animals horrifically. And I, don't, I don't think that's right at all. No. Um, Although it does pose the moral question. Like, obviously, things like people like lions will kill animals for food. But then this is yeah, what the but guys then, think But is, then vegan, I assume vegans would say, like, have we not now developed beyond the point where we don't need to do that because we can get enough nutrients and protein and stuff from other sources? I don't know, not with this weather that we're having. No. Can't grow a thing. Do you remember like a few years ago there was like that drought in Spain and just all the cabbage was like mush and there was like iceberg lettuce wasn't in the UK and people were freaking out. Iceberg was like pound fifty for a lettuce. It's like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> don't even taste of anything. Oh my goodness. So stupid. Yeah, I think... Um, we have enough food as it is so there's a film called Raw which is a French horror film and it's about vegetarian girls and um, then they start they become cannibals oh I remember we talked about this before you definitely saw it like it was publicised when we were doing a podcast 
Yeah, I've yeah. seen it and I've spoken about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that's that's kind of cool. That was an interesting kind of, <laughs> okay. yeah. you know, there isn't much cannibalist cannibalism in it, but um, I think what difference is, <laughs> is that people really like eating it. That's not it's not the fact that yeah. And I think some people choose to ignore. Like everyone chooses to ignore where it comes from. Who eats it really? Yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you you do it because you, yeah. you want it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. same with dairy. Uh, yeah, we're not getting political. Yeah, no, yeah. we won't get political. Um, anything you want to mention, Chris? Anything you've watched? Want to talk uh, about? Uh, don't you know what? What is there? Last chance, you. I think Obi started really watching. Much, I didn't really watch much of it. I've watched like the first two episodes. It's pretty much the same as the old one. It's just a new. It's a new team this time, and it's a coach that's come in, and he never really want. He never takes on teams that are good. He always takes the teams aren't doing well, and he makes them better, kind of thing. And he's trying to give them a, an education as well as the football, and he he can appreciate where they've come from because he came from there, and that's pretty much all I've got out of it so far. So. Very or is amazing. it a TV series? Yeah, it's, it's basically like about a football, college football team. It's oh. a documentary of like how they get better progress. So yes, I don't know. Yeah, but will and determination, or yes. corruption of the other team. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> all, all of the above, all of <laughs> the above. Um, I don't know what else is there on this list. Then we we've been a bit. A lot of it's a lot of it's Ollie because he's got no, like six months of stuff to catch up yeah, on. Yeah, I know. That's only what I could think of. What about trailers that have come out? Because I really want to see Hotel Artemis. Yeah, to be fair, I think that's really come and gone. Like, it's certainly not showing in Beckenham. Really? Yeah. Damn. I don't even know what I that wanted is. to see that. It's, uh, oh, is that the one where she's... The, like, she, psychopath. She uh, oh. She's, yeah, she's Jody a doctor Foster. in, a, oh, in yeah. like, a prison hospital. Mm. Yeah, that looks quite good, actually. It's, it's Dave Bautista, isn't it? Have you seen the trailer Visiting for... Visiting hours are never. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for Glass? Glass? Yeah, I, I put it on the chat, man. Yeah, we haven't spoken about it on the pod. No? Mate, I, actually, I'm buzzing for that. Bruce versus... Uh, Jamie James versus Glass I think well, it was pretty Glass good well Glass and Jamie love don't they who those two who Glass and the Beast they fall in love well not literally oh well they could do that would be a well yeah, you wouldn't see that coming would you yeah 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 that, but it's weird though cause, well it's not weird it's interesting because obviously Glass was the guy who concocted the whole train crash and all this stuff and that's what led Bruce Willis do you know what actually do you know what I really liked about the trailer that they're all like Depicted as being mental, like none like of them have the, powers. Even the superhero. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. cause one of them, yeah, because Glass is really intelligent, but he's brittle boned yep. and breaks. And James McAvoy has like schizophrenia, twenty one personalities. But he can also transform into a. But what's his an weakness? Animal. What's his weakness? I can't remember. Is it that little boy that he? I thought it was saying his name, like his true identity. Because that's what they did in the first film, didn't in Split. They like say his name and he you like be paralyzed for a second or whatever. Say my name, say my name. And then Bruce Willis is super strong, super durable, but and if he, he goes in water, he drowns. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. And he's got that massive raincoat. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the don't touch me! Don't touch yeah. me! Is he like the wicked oh, witch from the and west? Oh, if he touches people, he can see, like they what they've done, what they've done, yeah. what, they've, what they've done, or what they're going to do. That's no, like what they're doing, what they've done. Maybe, it's like yeah. a premonition, isn't it? Premonition, yeah. I thought it was because oh, he hides in the house in the yeah. first film. Yeah, but that's interesting. Mm. I don't know when that's coming out. But I don't think 
you would ever put those three in, in a, a room. room together and yeah. interview them. <laughs> right? <No. laughs> it's also like very odd because like Unbreakable and Split are very different films, but to actually tie them together, I was like, okay, fair enough. Unbreakable was... I'm also curious on how Bruce Willis has gone from being in that calf looking at the TV screen <laughs> to be like, oh, yeah, that's a villain. I'm gonna have now to... he's in prison. Yeah, now he's in prison and locked up. Like... But... Looking forward to that. But to be fair, I think he put himself there from the trailer. Well, depends how they cut it, but it looks like to me that he put himself there. And oh, then really? And then when the escape happens, he kind of busts out and he's like... Maybe he must have a premonition. Then. Or do you think Glass, like, sets him up somehow? Well, Maybe. like, Glass is in prison, but somehow it sets him up. Mm-hmm. And why I, is that girl? Why is that girl coming back? I don't know. That's the, she's that's been kidnapped bit, for, that, like, ages. That's the bit that's... There's that little girl that was in Split. Andy Taylor-Joy. Who's captured. She, she's in the trailer. Oh, was she? I yeah. didn't Although, her. whose theory was it that she's one of his personalities? Oh, what? Was what that Obi? What? What? Someone said to me... I don't think that's ...that they think us. that oh. she was one of his personalities, because whenever... What, so you don't think she's there? Well, or she's like a manifestation of it because apparently, oh, I can't. Someone had a quite a convincing argument. I can't remember if it was Obi, but it was like. Oh, it definitely because, was Obi. Because <laughs> in the shots where the other two girls are there, like, oh, that, oh God, literally, I'm explaining it so badly, but I'm sure you haven't someone... explained it at all, mate. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like the way the camera like obscures her from when the other two girls are in the shot, or something about it is like. It, I mean, if he did, is that... it like a Fight Club moment? Could be. Yeah. Well, there's, a, there's a penis on the screen. You don't, you don't see it. Uh, you'd notice that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> considering, yeah, um, I've destroyed whoever told me this. Their actual we'll, theory. We'll wait till it next week, good, and Glenn can tell us the theory. It was a good theory. Yeah, Phoebe's here, and then just shout out, shout out at work and be like, "Did anyone tell me this theory?" I don't know if I dreamt it, whether I read it, whether I saw it, or whether someone told me. Like, I'm so confused now. What is life? But I but, think you're just making it up now. Probably. Yeah. Maybe it's my own theory. Do you, do you not think though, in the trailer, they've made Mr. Glass a bit more, way more intelligent than he was in the previous film? No, because wasn't he playing dumb in the previous one? I might be because he wanted to find out if his Mm. A superhero. True, true, mm. true, true, true. And then he realised, no, I'm not a superhero. No. I'm a superhero. Besides, if he sets all these things up, he must be pretty extraordinarily yeah. clever. True, true, true. He's basically got premonition without having to touch people. Well, yeah. anything. He, he is the the bad guy to the superhero, isn't he? He is the opposite to your. Yeah. So, what, yang to so yang. what's James McAvoy? Yang. Just a psychotic. Maniac. Well, he's got b- good personalities, bad personalities. So he's like the he's like the Loki of the just throw him in. He could be either. Yeah. You don't really know. Just roll the dice, see what happens. I'd love for him to just like chuck Mr. Glass across the room and just have all his bones just like break. Literally, just turn into glass, yeah. shatter everywhere. Is there anything else you want to mention that you've seen recently? Or? No, well, Get Out will do with Roby because I think that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> has he seen it yet? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he, he went has. to the cinema with us, didn't he? No. Didn't no. he? He's seen, he he's seen it though. Yeah. Okay, well you said Lights Out scared the shit out of you. Oh, Lights Out, that did scare the shit out of me. That was... So that's where, like, a monster comes when the lights turn Have out. you seen it? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, Have you oh, seen it? That's horrific. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, like, out of all the scary movies, I think that was, like, one of the top three. That actually terrified me. Why? Like, what was about it that was... Just because the dark is, like, your something you get fears. used to, especially yeah. when you're going out every Saturday night, and you're like, oh, yeah, I, 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 you're drunk anyway, you just... get a kebab. You know, you know, I you know who's there? <laughs> Wait, you're right, mate. <laughs> yeah. I read, I read something that um, apparently, no one is not afraid of dark. Everyone is afraid of the dark. It's just some people cope with it better. I read some place. Somewhere. How does someone know that? 
don't know. Like maybe they did some tests on a few people and just, it's just like, startling oh, though, isn't the anxiety it? went up when it was dark or something. When you think you see like a, a shape of someone, you, yeah. you do get freak like anyone would freak out. You're yeah. just like, oh my god, that frightened the life out of me. Mm. It might just be a twig or something or a shadow. But Chuck Norris isn't afraid of the dark. Chuck Norris beats the dark. The dark is probably afraid of Chuck Norris. Wait, how old is he now? Like hundred? It's like seventy. He's like Schwarzenegger, isn't he? Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, this this film was genuinely terrifying. But we were watching it in the dark, and I was like with a group of other people, oh, and everyone was like. Ah! Yeah, I think watching horror films with other people is like collectively scarier because you know if someone else like jumps or something like you kind of by default will be a bit mm, jumpy as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, but let's watch it. Yeah, well, uh, you should watch it. You yeah. can watch it by yourself. No, you, I'll watch it by myself. When you're a hundred and shit, Charlie. Yeah, uh, I'll do it. God. Yeah, I remember thinking it was quite good when I saw it. Yeah, quite. An... I'm ready, mate. Not yeah, it's fairly like new, a good like original idea. So certainly not complain. Yeah. There was that. Um, what's another film? What's like one of the scariest movies? Because it was like it was more. I don't know. It was kind of like jump. It was definitely jumpy, but it, and it like just makes you want to sleep with the lights on, just because for everyone you've been in the situation where you you're in the dark and you see something and you go oh my god, <gasps> whereas like you're like a horror movie like Jaws. Mm-hmm. How often you're in the sea. With a, the world's biggest great white or whatever. Have you seen the trailer for the Meg? Fuck. The Jason Statham oh, trailer. Yeah. Where he like fights a shark. Dear oh, Lord. <laughs> ridiculous. See, um, Dwayne Johnson's um, film, that Skyscraper, didn't do too well here, but like domestically it's done really well. Like, really? Domestic, it's domestically done yeah, well. Yeah. It's because they just love him though. Yeah. But it was only it. in the cinema, like in a local cinema for like a three didn't days. I did have a chance to watch that. There's no way. But oh, what was it today I read somewhere about... Oh, damn. There was some news about something. Apparently, New Mutants and uh, Dark Phoenix might just be scrapped. Really? Apparently, they're, apparently, they're just not that good. But they might just scrap <laughs> it. <laughs> not that good. I, I've read somewhere, someone put an article out. I hope I'm wrong. hope I'm wrong. I hope they're wrong. and hope that's not true. But I did read somewhere... That someone said that that they might be scrapping them because they're just not they're not hitting the point that they're meant to or they're not like as good as they they should be. An unsubstantial rumor set the internet on fire yesterday when a message board post claimed that 20th Century Fox was discarding all work on X Men: Dark Phoenix and the New Mutants and cancelling the movies from being released. Don't worry, Marvel fans, the X Men movies are not being canned. Despite what X, despite what X fan. Two eight twelve, triple X stream wrote on a message board. I didn't um, see it on a message board, but cool. Fox is still moving forward with their plans to release two X Men films in twenty nineteen, and are currently in the mix of working on them. Um, although, it seems like reshoots of X Men Dark Phoenix are expected to move forward later next month. Um, yeah, I mean reshoots is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I feel like there's quite... Introduced to Fantastic Four, isn't it? Well, I mean, they seem to be quite substantial on New Mutants, but normally it's just to touch up some continuity or, you know, add a few things. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but... Well, speaking of superheroes, because I missed it last week, but I still haven't seen the most anticipated superhero movie of the decade. Oh, no, you saw it. I haven't seen it. You saw Infinity War, that's most incredible. Uh, I think I'm mistaken, mate. You love it, mate. If you love the first one, you love the second one. Yeah? Yeah. Jack Jack is the MVP. <laughs> nah, not as good, but it's it's up there. 
Jack Jack is sick, mate. You should watch it before yeah, it goes. It's what happens. He's a mutant, though, isn't it? It's what happens when you get two superheroes making babies. Oh no, wait, because Dash and Violet are also yeah, yeah, and they're alright. They're not crazy. But yeah, I think they kind of explain it in the. Do they kind of explain the film? They say like when he gets older, it might just he might just progress to have just one or two powers rather. Oh, did they? I didn't hear that. I'm so glad they didn't do like an older version though. It would have been so weird. They haven't. See, they would be alright not doing another one, but because of how well it's done, it wouldn't surprise me if they did a third. Yeah. I mean, I mean Toy Story 4 is coming out soon. I know, I know. Another Toy Story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Following on? Yeah, 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 I think it's, um, he tries to find Bo Peep, doesn't he? Like, they are going to, th- I think they're in danger of ruining it. Yeah, but that's because we grew up with it, didn't we? Yeah. But the third one did really well and was well received, but it's like, just quit while you're ahead. The second one wasn't as good. Nah, I don't, yeah, I think everyone's like, it's kind of like the in-between. Even like Finding Dory, that was a bit like, yeah. I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. Oh, I haven't either. Right. <laughs> I heard reviews about that and I was like I'm not ruining Finding Nemo for myself no way but um have you seen the trailer for that film festival no yeah by the creators of the Inbetweeners and it's got Simon in it as well yeah the Inbetweeners they look funny it looks funny but it looks like it's going to be way far fetched than a festival is it looks like you can relate (laughs) (laughs) get out of here breaking up with a nipple fist and he's like oh shit so is it like the in-betweeners but at a festival yeah pretty much yeah but it's kind of a bummer that they didn't actually do it as the in-betweeners have gone to a festival that That would have been fucking hilarious Neil would have ended up in the no Will would have ended up in the port they missed the the trick there they definitely missed the trick but I mean I'd love to see another in-betweeners film I think whatever they do... It makes me want to go to another festival. <laughs> well, you're already planning to, aren't you? Well, I don't know. We've got to... Because I've been pestering him about doing it. Mr. FOMO yeah. over here. Mate. Yeah, that's it, mate. When's that film out, anyway? Festival? No idea, man. Next week? No, no next year, probably. Next year? No, They've got to release it during festival season, surely. Otherwise, there's no point. What, between... Yeah, but no one's going to be here to watch it. Maybe just after festival season. <laughs> Yeah. you got to do it after yeah Mr Busy yeah, mate. Right, mate yeah always well I haven't been I've been trying to save a little bit I'm going on holiday soon so you'll be without me for three Finally. weeks on the pod oh, this I, gonna I be remember no back, in, uh, back in 2015 woo <laughs> oh yeah finally innit um, I'm sure you'll watch some films on the plane so uh, yeah hopefully Hope we'll probably can. have a three week hiatus then when you, you and Obi go to America mm. is Joe going with you as well no no okay Fair enough. I thought Joe would... Oh, yeah. Well, has uh, anyone else got anything they want to mention before we wrap up? It's a short one today, isn't it's it? short one, but, you know... Short. Had a long yeah. long chat about... That's short. Mission That's short, mate. Oh, mate. They regularly push the two hours, Because so, we haven't uh, got Obi's BS. <laughs> oh! Calling him out, out man. Him out. Um, boom! Thank you for listening to episode 57. Uh, please do tweet us at Podcast 17 We're on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes and SoundCloud under your average critics. We'd love to hear from you. Any comments, questions, topics for us to discuss. Or Vegans, bring it on. <laughs> oh dear. I will try and post the Instagram a bit more, but... Yeah. yeah. And uh, until next time. Peace.